Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Fairmount Plus. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Moments Podcast. I'm coming at you live today from my bed. I'm not, like, filming in the normal podcast room. I'm sitting in my room, and it's, oh my gosh, it's midnight. I thought it was 11. It's midnight, and I was going to record this episode tomorrow, but... I kind of had a really crappy day today. Like my mental health was really bad. I just had one of those moments where I got super overwhelmed over everything at once. And I feel like I've gotten to a point in my life where I can now handle those bad days so much better than I used to be able to. And don't get me wrong. I still felt everything. I shed tears. I cried. I had everything hit me like a truck. There's a lot going on in my life right now. In, in so many different aspects of it, I'm fostering a dog that I really want to adopt and with this dog, I have to make sure this dog can get along with my cat and my parents' dogs because I talked about this last week, I won't get super into it, but we're now like in that trial period, the introduction period, and it's really stressful for me because I have grown an attachment to this dog. This dog already means the world to me and I love her so much and just the thought of, you know, things not working out really breaks my heart and it got me super stressed out for for no reason it's it's day two of all of this and it's going to take time for all the animals to get used to one another but once that happened today I just it was one thing after the other and then I just started getting overwhelmed about my future and just all sorts of things going on in my life that I don't need to get super personal and talk about you guys all know the kind of day that I'm talking about and and what it feels like and what I did was came home I really tried to shift my thoughts around and, and redirect my thoughts because that's the first thing I try to do and my mental health is all out of whack. And I posted a TikTok about it today, but I try to redirect the negative things going on in my life and think about the positives. That's always the first step. And if you can succeed in shifting all of those negative thoughts, you'll usually be just fine. But that wasn't working for me today. I tried and I tried and, and I, everything was just still so heavy and my thoughts were still so negative. So my next go-to was let me make a comfort meal. It was about six o'clock when this happened and it was such a busy day. All I had eaten was breakfast and like a really light lunch, more of a snack. And obviously, you know, if my body's not fueled and I'm having all this negative stuff go on mentally, I'm not gonna feel good. You're not gonna feel good. You need to properly fuel your body. So I did that. I mean, so many scrambled eggs with cheese. I had nothing else in my house and I ate a full bag of Takis and I regret the Takis a little bit now because my stomach hurts really badly. But in the moment, like it's exactly what I needed to feel a little bit better. And then, you know, that temporarily worked. And then I came in my room, I sat on my bed, I started going on my phone and I got into a deep scroll, which is never good for anyone's mental health. Like not like the positive kind, the kind where I'm just aimlessly scrolling on TikTok. My attention span isn't even lasting 10 second videos and I'm going and I'm going. And I said, forget this. I have to get up. I have to go for a walk. I have to do something. And I took the dog. She's still kind of unnamed. I think I might name her Nalu, but not everyone loves that. Anyways, we went for like an hour long walk and I don't know. I spent a lot of time with those thoughts again. I let myself feel them. I let myself cry. I said a prayer. I talked to God. And even if it's not God that you're talking to, you know how I am with religion. I love my relationship with God. I'm Christian. But whoever it is that you talk to or whatever higher power or if it's the universe, 
Whoever it is that makes you feel secure, spend time talking to them. Or even if it's no one, I don't know, just talk sometimes. Like pretend it's a therapist. And I'm sitting there and I'm with my thoughts and I'm thinking. And all of a sudden, things just started to come together. I started to realize that I'm at a point where I can work through these thoughts. I can allow myself to feel them, move past them, and carry on with my day. And I got home from that walk and I just felt so rejuvenated and so blessed and appreciative and and focusing on what is going right versus what's going wrong and I don't know it just got me inspired to record tonight instead of tomorrow morning and I'm thinking for this episode I'm going to do an advice session sort of because my thoughts are all over the place and I want to talk about a lot of different things and I put on my Instagram story the other day like what what do you need advice on and I'm just going to scroll I don't have an outline I didn't write anything down I'm going to scroll through this while we're doing this together and I'm just going to talk So the first one I see is having a good high school experience, question mark. I guess this means like my tips if you're in high school, and I think this can apply if you're in college too, like wherever you are in your life. Tips for just having a good experience is to simply focus on the good and surround yourself with people that mean a lot to you. When I was in high school, I spent a lot of those years without even realizing it. Like this was super subconscious, trying to hang around people that I actually... Not that I didn't love them, but people who made me feel like I would be cooler if I was friends with them, if that makes any sense. And I don't want, this has nothing to do with the people it was. We were just very different people and I was only hanging out with them because they were more popular or they went to more parties and I was very focused on the superficial things. And I think a lot of us go through that in high school without even realizing it. Like when I think back to who I was in high school, I am... 110% a completely different person. Yes, there's aspects of me that are the exact same. Like I would post on my Snapchat private story, 10 minute vlogs just talking, which is crazy because now that's almost exactly what I do, but in a very different way. And things like that will stay the same. But the way that I think and the way that I view the world has completely shifted. You know, in high school, it was all about who I was friends with, what parties I was going to, who I was hooking up with, like what boys did I kiss? And I've learned that life is a lot more important than that. And I think if you can start early enough as in high school to surround yourself with the right people who actually are doing things that you enjoy doing, I think that that's a really good first step in having a good high school experience. I would also say get involved in any way that you can. In high school, I was in leadership. I was in ROTC. I was on the cheer team. I was in clubs. I tried to do everything that I could. And that's something that I'm so grateful for because I think each of those outside, what are those called? Extracurricular activities are what made me appreciate high school and brought me closer to the people that I actually needed to be around versus the people, I don't know, you get what I'm saying. We're going to move on. How to deal with friends who only use you as a second option. Honestly, this one's hard. I've been here and I've dealt with this and I will say that I'm really, really lucky and grateful that Lisette has been my best friend since 2005 and I have never, ever, ever except one time felt like a second option to her. And this was back in it's high school again. And she was hanging out with this one girl. She's a super great girl. We don't really talk to her too much anymore, but I was a school year younger than Lisette. So when Lisette went to high school, it was her freshman year. She became super close with this one girl who went to all these parties. And like for a little while, I just felt like Lisette's little sister that she didn't want to hang out with, but had to hang out with. And obviously this was so long ago, like none of this even, I don't even know how I just had this flashback or this memory. And it was one of the hardest things that I remember going through or feeling. And I've experienced this again in other times in my life more recently. And I've kind of learned that if someone 
doesn't want to treat you as an option or a first option or a first priority, one, like evaluate their situation and really think through like, is it personal or do they just have a lot going on in their life? Um, Are they just confused? Is this something temporary? Like I always try to give the other person the benefit of the doubt, but if it's not causing me pain, if it's hurting me a lot, I kind of just take a step back and take it as a sign that I need to you know, focus on myself and the right people will come and the right people will stick and friendships, you're going to lose them in this life. And it's sad to think about, like there are friends that I've drifted so far apart from that I thought I was going to be close with for my whole entire life. But that's the beauty of life because just as you're going to lose friendships, you're also going to create so many beautiful ones, the older that you get. And yeah, just, just know your worth and don't put up with anything that's causing you a lot of pain. But at the same time, be aware of what the other person might be going through or what phase of their life that they might be in. And also, 99% of the time, it's not personal. And you shouldn't take it as something personal. And you should never let it make you feel less worthy. Next, how to love your body. I just did a whole episode on this with my therapist. So I would recommend listening to last week's episode if you want in detail talk about that. But I would really say just... Fake it till you make it, okay? Fuel your body with good things. You know, I say eat your veggies. I say eat your proteins. I say focus on all the things you're putting on into your body. Your fruits are really good antioxidants. They're going to help your brain health, which helps your mental health. And I actually find food very fascinating. And I'll get into a whole episode on this. It has actually made my relationship with food a lot healthier. Because as I say that, on the other side of the spectrum, like on the other scale, on the other hand, you also have to feed the soul. I believe everything is great in moderation. I'm not going to encourage you to go eat, you know, McDonald's five times a day, but I'm also not going to encourage you to drink smoothie five times a day. Like just find yourself somewhere in the middle and stay active and move your body. And like, yes, these things are important, but also know that your body is probably the least interesting thing about, not probably, it is the least interesting thing about you. Okay. You are a soul and this body is a vessel. And I've said this countless times before. Your body is the reason that you can breathe, that you can walk, that you can hang out with your friends, that you can go bowling, that you can go to the movie theater, that you can swim. Your body is a gift and you should know that the way that you were created is exactly the way that you are supposed to be created and you deserve to love that because it's beautiful just the way it is. And it's also helped me thinking about it only in that sense versus comparing myself to beauty standards. And I know that's like really easier said than done, but when I fill my mind with so many thoughts of like, oh, okay, like what good am I putting into my body? What good am I doing with my body? What is my body giving to me? It makes it easier to forget about other people's bodies. I hope that makes sense. The next one I have is boys. That's just, that's it. Listen, I spent a very, very, very big chunk of my life just, I don't know. I just really have never been one to crave a relationship, to want a relationship, to search for a relationship. And I'm really grateful for that about myself. I don't know why. I've never been one to really chase boys that had one bad instance in high school. And I would never do it again. I was chasing a boy who had absolutely no desire to be with me. He just wanted to sleep with me. And Ew, it like makes me sick to think about that, that there's so many men like that. And those are the ones you should always avoid. But I've learned that when I've spent the most time working on myself and finding the fullest version of me and loving myself completely, that is when the best men walk into my life. And 
there's been situations where, I don't know, guys have been really good to me and I've just realized it's like not the right person or it's the wrong time or whatever the case may be. But this is kind of an open-ended question, so I don't even know where my advice with this is going. I guess I just want to tell you that in order to have and this is this goes beyond boys this just goes to relationships in general in coexisting with someone or sharing your heart with someone and opening your heart to someone another person can only temporarily fill a void if you haven't found fulfillment within yourself you have to love yourself completely and i'm in a stage of my life right now that we'll get into and we'll talk about this at a later date i can't tell you too much but I do think I'm at a point in my life where I'm really learning to open my heart and I'm learning to just say yes and step outside of my own fear because I have found that different kind of love for myself where it's not, you know, it's not external love. It's not, okay, I look good, so now I love myself. That's not where loving yourself comes from. Loving yourself simply comes from the inside of you. Loving yourself comes when you understand that what you look like externally isn't what other people love about you if that why do i don't know my 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 thoughts are getting a little bit jumbled but i swear in my head they're crystal clear just know that you need to love yourself from the inside out and you should never chase a boy um if it's meant to be it's going to be and you should never spend your time we have a short time on this earth chasing someone who doesn't make you feel worthy who doesn't make you feel wanted who's still chasing other people and i think that when i was younger And I say younger, like I'm only 22, okay? I'm really young, but I can assure you that the person I was at 16, just like I was saying when we were talking about the high school one, the person that I was at 16 is astronomically different than the person that I am at 22 and the way that I view boys and relationships has changed extremely. I have gotten myself to a point where I am never going to settle for someone who doesn't add something to my life, someone, someone who doesn't bring value, so anyone who drains my energy or makes me feel like I'm not good enough or like I need to be doing more or like I'm lacking in something, I'm not going to waste my time. I know what I deserve and I know that there's a soulmate out there for me and I know that the time will come when it comes and who knows, maybe I'm at that point in my life right now. We'll get into that another time. Quick intermission, something new and exciting to tell you guys about. You know that life has been very chaotic for me and I've told you many times that I have not been able to focus so much on what I've been eating or working out so much or really just taking care of my body in general. But being in control of my health is always something that I try to be super mindful of. But one thing I've been loving is Thorn because it's been something I've been able to keep consistent while I've been all over the place. Thorn takes a personalized, innovative, and scientific approach to health and wellness with their supplements. They menu all of their supplements in the U.S., which for me is a huge important thing to me they use top-notch ingredients sourced globally plus they team up with leading medical professionals to bring you highly effective nutritional supplements taking supplements are so important if you're not getting everything that you need in your diet supplements are going to be so good for future you for your long-term health they have their b-complex they have creatine gabe loves their creatine magnesium They have basic prenatal. They have anything that you need based on your health, which I think is so special. And with Thorne, you never have to question what's in your supplements. They go the extra mile when it comes to your quality, manufacturing, and ingredients. And Thorne's not just my go-to. It's trusted by over 5 million customers in 
47,000 healthcare pros, tons of pro athletes, and 100 plus pro sports teams, and multiple U.S. national teams. So trust me, if you're looking for supplements, Thorne is the place to go, and I encourage everybody to figure out what their body needs and to start taking it. So give your body what it really needs with Thorne. Go to thorne.fit slash moments and use code moments for 10% off your first order. That's T-H-O-R-N-E dot F-I-T slash moments and use code moments for 10% off your first order. Thorn.fit slash moments, code moments. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure, or prevent any disease. You're going to absolutely love these products. I can pinky promise you that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Next one I have is, oh my gosh, I just talked about this and I do want to do a whole episode on it. Let me give you a short version. How to get over the fear of growing up. I'm going to answer this as someone who is still afraid of growing up, but I've made a couple TikToks about it in the past two days, actually. When I first started making TikToks, I was 19 and I had this overwhelming, irrational fear about turning 20 and about turning 21, 22. I was terrified. I thought that by this point in my life, I should have everything figured out, right? I should almost be married. I should have a stable job. And instead, I'm single. Actually, whoa. Whoa. I can't. Whoa. Guys, I am going to tell you a secret. If, If you're listening to this podcast, do not comment anything on TikTok. I have a boyfriend. So I can't say I'm single. But it's very fresh. So I'm basically, I was single two days ago. I don't have a stable job. The job that I do is very risky. It's very unreliable. It could be gone in the blink of an eye, but I absolutely love what I'm doing. And life has worked out for me at the... I just dropped a bomb on you and now I'm going right back into my advice. Who would have thought? Okay. I realized that if everything has worked out to this point, I am certain that someone up there, whether it's God, it's the universe, whatever it is that you want to believe, has my plan figured out for me. And... I don't want to waste all of right now in these beautiful years of my life trying to figure out what I'm going to do. That just sounds silly when you say it out loud. Yes, you know, have your passions and chase your goals and you you know, you have to have a stable income. It's a privileged mindset to be able to just trust the process, but I'm not saying sit there, do nothing and hope it all works out. Keep pursuing and keep chasing and it's not always going to be easy work, but don't allow yourself to let the thoughts be so heavy. Just allow them to be right? Like it's, it will all work out. And you really can make the affirmation as simple as that. It's all going to work out. And since I was so scared of growing up, I was always like, I don't want to be 30. I don't want to be 40. I don't want to have wrinkles or be an old person. And I kind of recently began to understand that each phase of life I'm going into has new things and new experiences and new people. And that truly is something to look forward to. The more people that we're going to meet in this lifetime, the more things we're going to do It's a beautiful thought. One day we might have a kid who's a little version of you that you get to raise and and cherish and love and take care of. And that's really cool. At 16, I couldn't have imagined living, couldn't have imagined living in my own house with a cat and maybe even a dog. 
And now I'm 22 and that's the stage I'm in and, and, and that's all I focused on. So I've learned that when I was so scared at 19, 22 has been absolutely freaking incredible. So I'm sure that 26 or 27 or 58 are going to have the same incredible feelings. And an older lady, I think she said, she commented she was 65. She said, I'm 65 and I know myself better now than I ever did. And I'm so grateful to be in this phase of my life. And I was like, wow, that's a really beautiful take. And it's kind of just stuck with me. I mean, it's been a few days and I'm still thinking about it. It just helped me understand that life is all going to be okay. And there's nothing that you need to be afraid of. You just need to just enjoy exactly where you are in every little step of the way because it all comes together. It really, really does. And when you can just shift that mindset, it's a game changer. Next one I have, scrolling, I'm scrolling. A lot of them are similar. Okay, this one's about yoga, and I, I really do love this. Do you love yoga? Does it help your mind, body, soul? Um, I absolutely love yoga. I've talked many times on this podcast. It's so tough with the podcast because I know that some people only listen to certain episodes. I forget that it's not like, you know, everyone is caught up to date on every single episode. I know some of you guys are my real ones. I love you. But if you don't know, I'll make it short. I've been teaching yoga since I was 13 years old. I kind of fell out of teaching it for a while, and I don't teach it super often now. But I still try to practice it daily. Even if it's not going to a yoga class, I stretch. I move my body. I set an intention for my day. I really do things mindfully. And I think that that's one of the things I love most about yoga is it's not just something physical. Even though the physical benefits are just beyond belief, they'll help you with your joints and your lower back pain and just everything. Um, It works muscles that you don't even know exist. But ultimately, yoga is such a beautiful mindfulness practice. And it is such a cool way to get in tune with your thoughts in a healthy way. Um, Because you're kind of forced to be alone with your thoughts in a yoga class. But at the same time, you're distracted in a sense. So they don't feel so heavy. But you're allowed to process them or you're able to process them better. Yoga has so many benefits and huge goal for me talked about this before too is that I want to start teaching more and I plan to start teaching more and I'm going to eventually next 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 I have I'm scrolling I'm scrolling how to stay true to your personality this is a hard one in the day and age that we live in we are shown I've talked about this before too I watched a TED talk called the paradox of choice and it talks about how the more options we have the more stuck we feel, the more paths we see, the different things that we want to do, the more we're going to feel like we don't know what we're actually meant to be doing. And I think that that ties very well with like how to stay true to you. Like how do you know who you really are? And the biggest way that I've been able to tell this, like this is another thing I was thinking about recently, even today, just on my walk. When I started doing social media, it was so new. I was following trends. I like picked up on other people's habits just because I don't know that's what social media does sometimes and it's a really cool thing about it like that's what influencers are meant to do I guess is you know influence people to do certain things besides the point when you really need to evaluate who you are to your core this is where I'll say it again mindfulness comes into play and journaling and being able to be alone I learn who I truly am when I'm by myself for longer periods of time even if I'm just at my house all day, if I'm cleaning, I'm, I find myself listening to music that I wouldn't normally listen to with a group of people, or I notice that my journal entries get a little bit deeper, and when I journal deeper, I gain a clearer understanding of who I am, what I actually want to do, and when you're alone, again, you just have more time with your thoughts, and when you have more time with your thoughts, your thoughts are going to teach you who you are. You have to be willing to listen 
to yourself. And when you listen to yourself and spend more time with yourself, other people's, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like other people wear off on you less. Like you, I don't know. I think, I think you get the point. But just know, you're going to continue to find yourself the older that you get. In the, like the same sense that I just talked about this older lady who is 65 and said she knows more about herself now than she ever did. It's because we're constantly learning more about ourselves. I'm 22. I can promise you the same time next year, I'm going to be like, holy shit, I have changed so much. Like I look back on who I was a year ago today. I thought I had it all figured out at that point. Like I thought I was at the most evolved version of myself. Not at all. And I never will be. None of us ever will be. And that's why it's so important to just keep an open mind and know that you're just going to keep changing and you're going to keep learning more about you. And and that's beautiful. And it's not something to be scared of. And also just know that if you do slowly start to find yourself, the right people are going to come into your life. And I know that that doesn't really have anything to do with what this says, but It's a scary thing, like finding yourself and realizing that maybe you don't align so much with the people that you've been keeping around. Like it's, it's scary and it's, it's change and change is really scary, but you know, it's even scarier than change is like nothing changing ever. And everything stays the same. I saw that on a Pinterest quote or something. And and I don't think exactly, I don't think it was exactly like that, but moving on next I have, Oh, how to be the single friend. So I've been the single friend pretty much my whole life. I've been in one other relationship that lasted a few months during quarantine. I honestly don't count it. I think I was just in that relationship because I wanted to be in a relationship so that I could say I was, um, which we've grown. We've evolved since then. It was a great, great guy. Nothing against him. It just was more a personal thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I was doing, but Other than that, I've always been the single friend. And I think being the single friend is cool. You have so much opportunity and so much freedom and so much just carefreeness. Like, enjoy being single. I always have said that. And it's weird for me to be having this come out of my mouth right now that, like, because I'm not single. But I think I can say it because I was for so long. And I, I enjoyed every second of it. Not in the sense, like, oh, I'm talking to all these people. Literally never. When I was single, I was single. Like, I've talked to... A few guys but nothing ever got even remotely serious um even when I thought it would but being single just means you get to spend more time discovering yourself and the more time you spend discovering yourself the more likely it is that when you do find the right person it's going to be so much easier because you're already going to know who you are and what you want and what you deserve and how you want to love someone and how you like to show love and just appreciate it while you have it because eventually you might get to a point in your life where you're married for 50 years and you'll look back and be like, I'm so glad I spent that time being able to enjoy my own presence and myself because relationships are a lot. It's like you're emotionally, not that you're responsible for someone else, but if you genuinely love someone and care about someone else, you're going to feel the things they feel. You're going to want to take care of them and that can be a lot sometimes. So just appreciate only having to take care of yourself, you know? Next, next, next. Isolating versus spending time alone. This one hits me hard because, well, first of all, I've never even thought about it in that sense, but this is a very, very, very real thing. When I found myself at my lowest point in the first time I moved to Hawaii in 2021, I got super depressed in March, April, May, around there. And I simply could not communicate with a single soul. I was arguing with my mom non-stop because she was just trying to help me and I think that you know this was a two-way street like 
she really wants to see me succeed and she wants to see all of my dreams come true but like we are so far apart from each other with a six hour time change that I would kind of wake up and I'd have all these messages from her like hey let's work on this you should do this and it was all from the most pure best intentions to see me do all the things I wanted to do but at that point everything was so heavy in my life that waking up to a message of like just text this person back would ruin my whole entire day because I could barely handle getting up in the morning and brushing my teeth and I know that that might sound dramatic if it's not like the stage of life you're in right now but being at that low is really not something easy to go through so point of this is my mom and I were fighting all the time me and Lisette were fighting all the time which Lisette and I do not fight we we actually are sisters and we'll fight for five minutes and yell at each other but not fight I don't know how to explain it these were different fights these were like wow, I'm actually really upset with her and she's upset with me and I don't like this. Versus now our fights are like stupid. Uh, and I, I didn't want to hang out with my friends. I didn't want to do anything. All I thought about was like, what do I need to do for work today? And when that's how my my mind was, my work wasn't passionate. It's not that it was fake, but it wasn't passionate. I wasn't doing it with a purpose. I was doing it because it was working and because it was my job. Two very different things that we can get into on another time. But that right there was isolation. You know, I could sit here and be like, yeah, well, I was doing brand deal on brand deal and I was, you know, posting all the time. Okay, cool. But you are isolating yourself from all of the people you care about and all of the people who actually are the ones who inspire you to do the things that you do. Versus spending time alone is something I've discovered. I've always kind of loved being alone. Like, I don't mind being alone. Never had a problem with it. But spending time alone is when you are still creating time for your friends and your family and it doesn't feel heavy to be around them, but you are just as much prioritizing creating time to be with yourself and to do your journal entries and to go for walks and to cook alone in your kitchen, to play your favorite playlist, to create a nice long shower routine, to go to a workout class by yourself, to, I don't know, whatever it is, but by yourself, even just if you don't have the time to have alone time, like enjoy every time you're driving to school by yourself or driving to work by yourself, take it all in and discover yourself versus isolation where you're taking nothing in and you're simply alone because you don't have the energy to be around other people. And if that's a stage of your life I'm in, one, I'm sorry and I know how you feel and I know it's not easy and I'm right here for you and I know I'm like through a screen and I'm just talking to you And it might not feel like we're best friends, but I can pinky promise you from the bottom of my heart, you mean the world to me and you will get through this and it's going to take time and life is going to happen and it's going to be heavy. I know, but trust me when I tell you it's going to be okay. I've been there. Takes a while. Doesn't happen overnight, but call your mom, call your grandparents, call your friends, make time for them and make time for yourself. Not sure if I explained the difference, but I hope I explained something. Uh, Someone said, talk about stuff in your life more. I feel like you guys get so much about my life. And then I feel kind of weird doing the podcast, like talking about my life, because that's never been the goal of it. The goal of it is to just talk about our lives. But I I don't know. I think I've told you guys plenty about my life. If you follow me on TikTok, you know pretty much every detail all the time. There's a bunch of random little things, and I wish I could tell you every single detail. But I guess some things I probably should keep to myself. You know, keep that work-life balance. I don't know. You guys know everything. Next, next, next. I'm reading, I'm reading. College and stress. Okay. 
This is another one that hits. I'm like kind of just scrolling and picking the ones that really stab me in the heart because for some reason I feel like talking about all those things today. The next one is college and stress. And I feel this on such a deep level. This was pre-Hawaii depression. There's been, I would say three times in my life, maybe even four, three big ones, one like maybe, that I found myself in a really, really, really dark place. And I'm grateful that it's only been those few times, but don't get me wrong. Those times were not short little, oh, I'm depressed for a week. Those were really heavy times in my life that lasted months of just feeling like absolute shit and feeling as though I had no control over it. And one of those times was college for me. But I was really good at faking it in college. I was working five jobs. Again, if you know the story, I'm sorry. I know I've talked about it on different episodes Let me know if you want me to do a whole college episode still because I will. But I was working five jobs in college because I had this obsession with making my own money, which I think is a cool thing and it's a really beautiful thing until it's, you know, too much. Everything in moderation. On top of that, I was taking classes. It was my first time having freedom with my school schedule, which was really hard for me. I learned quick because college is when it really hit me that my ADHD was heavier than I thought it was. And I had a lot less control of my mind than I thought I did. And, you know, in college, you you delegate your time. You time manage yourself. So I would procrastinate and procrastinate. And then I'd have to stay up all night writing a paper that I knew nothing about. I didn't study. I didn't pay attention, even when I tried my hardest. So that was not fun. So I had that, the five jobs. And I also was a little party girl. Like in high school, I, I had my fun. My senior year, I was drunk all the time. Don't tell the cops. I did my underage drinking. Like, we've all been there. We've all done that. Besides the point, I was a party girl. I loved going out, and I was really big on, you know, my friends also, like, really convinced me easily to do anything. Like, I was very convincible. Gave into peer pressure 24-7. All they had to do is say, can you please, please, please come out? And I would go out. So then, all those three things, not good for the mental health. Like, I was stressed all the time. I was waking up at 5 a.m. to go do one job, staying up till 2 a.m. to finish papers, going out after that. Because in Tallahassee, where I went to school, it's a huge party school. You could go out at 2 a.m. and you'd be fine. You know, like everyone's still out having a good time. But my point around all of that is one, I made it through it. Two, just evaluate the things. Like if I could go back to college I kind of hate on it a lot now just because I didn't do any of these things in college. I didn't do anything for my mental health. I just was like letting it struggle really bad. And I think even if you're just listening to this podcast or this episode, you're more aware than I was. Like you're, you're already a step ahead. But evaluate like what in your schedule can you change? What is actually making you feel good? What is making you feel like shit? And how can you evaluate that? you know, and just, just start there. And of course, everyone's situation is different. So I'm not going to go super in depth on the pieces of advice, but whatever. Next up I have, what do I have? I think I'm also going to do next week's episode advice as well, because I'm leaving for Arizona on Monday and I get back Thursday. So I want to record a week in advance. That way I'm not super stressed out about getting it done when I get back. Um, this one is how did you figure out what did you want what you wanted to do with your career and with your life? And well, I can tell you right now I didn't plan on it being this, but when I was younger I wanted to be a teacher or a therapist or a photographer. And those were the things I always said. And at one point I wanted to be like a nutritionist or 
I don't know. I had a couple other random ones. But for the most part, those were the things that I wanted to do. And somehow, God has came down and put on my path all three of those in one. And it, it might sound silly. Of course, I'm not a teacher. I'm not a therapist. I, I don't have any of those certifications or diplomas, whatever. But in my heart, what I'm doing is taking everything that people teach me and teaching it to those who want to listen. And I believe that when I talk about mental health, it helps a lot of people with whatever they're struggling with, which is where I see the therapist part and the photographer part. I've always loved taking pictures. And now I kind of get to express that through Instagram, through stories, like whatever it is, it's all fallen into place really well. So I want you to just take the things that you wanted to do when you were little And I want you to just keep working towards them in some way and make meaning of whatever it is that life hands you. And if it's a job opportunity that doesn't feel so fitting right now, like like I said, when I was 19 in college, I was working as a nanny for two different families. I was doing a catering job and I had an internship for this hospitality company and something else, but I'm blanking. Oh, my internship was like technically two jobs. Obviously, I'm not, no need to get into that, but... All of those things like didn't really align with my life at the time, right? But now, somehow, they've brought me to doing what I'm doing now. So just, I don't know, make meaning of everything. Just keep making sure what you're doing is something that you love. Never allow yourself to get trapped in something that you absolutely hate. Career-wise, school is something completely different. If you're listening to this in high school or in college, you're going to hate your classes a lot of the time. There's really no way around that. If, if getting your diploma is important to you, you got to get through those. There's no change in them. But when you get to the point where you're on the next step of your life and you're moving into a full-time career, make sure you love it because there's a chance you'll be doing it forever. And you never want to get stuck doing something you hate because if you want to live a life that you love, you can't be doing things you don't love. Next, mic drop. I know it's hard and I know it's scary and I still get scared sometimes too. I'm just in that wave right now where I like just trust God. Just trust the damn process. It'll figure itself out. Next up I have, what do we have? What do we have here? How do you have enough courage to start something people around you don't see working? I want to tell you. Actually, I'm going to end this week's episode right here. And we're going to jump right into next week's episode, starting right where we left off. So I'll talk to you guys next Monday. I love you. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret. And visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.